This is episode 127. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This, this is, is where, where it's at. at. With your host, Shane Chapman and, and Bryce Orlando. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah. yeah. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Let's go. God, it's so much better when we sing with it. Let's go. Right? I'm pumped today. Are you pumped? I'm pumped. I'm riding high right I'm now. I'm pumped. You came and got me a donut? Right? That's why we're late. <laughs> we're legitimately late because of our <laughs> coffee run. <laughs> That's not true. We're late because I fielded a phone call from Sedona, Arizona. Sedona, Arizona? Sedona, Arizona. So we get calls. Like, here's what this podcast does, right? This podcast consumes our time every week. We waste your time. A couple hours every week. And in return, people phone <laughs> us. And then we waste more of our time. Spend 51 minutes. What goes around comes around. That's right. So I, the story is I, we get these calls almost daily around this time of year. It slows down the winter, but right now we'll get calls from all over the place. Uh, today was Sedona. Yesterday was Chicago. The day before was Niagara Falls. Like, it's just like wherever, right? Yeah. And it's people that are watching our YouTube and watching what we do and watching what we talk about and listening to the podcast. And then they have questions. Isn't and that wild? It's pretty crazy. It's like, it's a little bit, a little bit neat. Uh, then they phone us because they have questions and they, of course, can't find any help anywhere uh, locally to oh, them. Yeah, yeah. And then. Because they don't have an ultimate. They phone job. us and we're too nice to be like, uh, are you buying anything? No. Then right. peace. Get some G tape. Right. So, and some of them are really upfront about it. They call and they're like, hey, um. Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> yeah. I'm from North Carolina, so I'm not buying from you. Because uh, I can't. And little did they know they could buy some stuff from us. They could. Uh, and so then they're up front and she's like, but I have questions. I've talked to everybody around town. Like nobody nobody knows, knows anything. And so this guy, he was from Sedona. And he's like, listen, I've gone to the boxers. He was an uh, older gentleman, I believe. And he's like, I've gone to the boxers. They talk like they know what they're talking about. They have no idea. They don't know what they're talking mm-hmm, about. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's no surprise. We all know that. And so anyways, he was he's, he's building a big deck. He's actually originally from Ontario. I don't know if he listens to this or just watches the videos, but if he listens to this, he'll get a hoot out of this because he's getting a shout out. Getting a shout out. I didn't ask his name. Oh, he's well, that's not from a shout Ontario. Out then. They, they went. They well, he'll know. Like he'll know the story. Hopefully, but oh, I do know his name. His name is Doug. Doug. Because he called me Doug. I can't believe you don't know Doug from Ontario. Who asked me that the other day? One of our sales guys, Dale. Yeah. Hey, do you know? Was it Dave? Do you know Dave? Do you know? Yeah, it was Dave. Yep. Uh. Uh, do you know? Do you know Dave from BC? A guy called. Do you know sure. Dave from Calgary? Yeah, oh, that's what it was. Dave from Calgary. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. He Dave. was. Uh, and I was like, no, I don't know. Da- I don't- Why would I know Dave? Dave, I know a Dave from Calgary. You Dale. Find that people do that to you a lot. Ask me if I know somebody from somewhere. Yeah. As a Canadian, you get that a As lot. As a Canadian, right? Where are you from? You oh, know, I'm from Tim Re- from I'm Toronto, from Regina. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is, if somebody says, "Do you know somebody from Regina?" Odds are you probably do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, but then when you tell them you're from Canada. They're like, hey, do you know anybody from Toronto? Why would I? Do you know how far away that is? <laughs> yeah. That's what I tell people a lot when they're like, when they call from whatever, Las Vegas. And they're like, hey, uh, yeah, I was like, couldn't you just do something in Toronto? It's like, you know that I'm closer to you in Vegas than I am to Toronto, right? Do you know Justin no, Gray? Yes, actually I do. <laughs> yeah, there's that one. Uh, so anyways, so guy calls, he's super nice gentleman. He's trying to figure out stuff. He was looking at, he was comparing treks and he was comparing decorators and he was comparing moisture shield and he was really concerned about moisture shield because he couldn't find a lot of information about them and wasn't sure if it was good, but he really liked this one color in the vision line and blah, blah, blah. So I, mm-hmm. I, I entertained him and I, I listened and I, I gave my opinion and I gave some feedback and I gave some alternate suggestions and all this stuff. And he was so thankful 
at the end, he's like, this is incredible. You've given me 51 minutes of your time, he said. And at that point, I realized that I'm too nice because <laughs> I wasn't counting the minutes That's in my how head. long it took. But 51 minutes. And so in the meantime, oblivious to me, yep. I missed 3 o'clock podcast start time. Yep. I had told you I was going for coffee 51 minutes prior to that. Yeah, when you walked up here with no coffee. Came upstairs empty-handed. <laughs> you're like... WTF. Yeah, why'd you even come back? And I'm like, I haven't gone for coffee yet. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. I was on the phone. For 51 minutes? Yeah, it's ex- and it's the exact right time. We're only 41 minutes late. It took you 51 minutes to field the call. That's not bad for me. That's, That's not right. bad. That's and not we got bad. coffee. And we did get the coffees. So it was quarter after three when I came up here, and I'm like, I'm still going for coffees, Bryce. You yep. hold that podcast. So here we are. Um, Western Lumber is going to make us his help desk. <laughs> It would, the <laughs> shitty thing for me is it would work. He would tell me like, call there. Just phone the duck shop. Call my, uh, call my 24 seven support desk. We'd answer the questions. They'd buy their decking from Western number and away there we go. Uh, Simcoe knows Doug. He knows Doug. No, but in the, the reason, the reason I know his name is cause he, uh, he called, he called me Doug. Oh, he the called guy in the, you Doug. But his name is Doug. So get this. He's like, he was in the middle of talking. He was like. It's Doug, right? He said that to me, and I was like, uh, no, Shane. He's like, oh, right, I'm Doug. <laughs> Maybe he thought he was talking to a celebrity. He was Doug. <laughs> I've, I've heard of these conversations before. Hey, I'm That's Doug. the first time I've had the pleasure of being part of one when somebody's like, you're Doug, right? You're the nope. Doug. Oh, right, I'm Doug. That's right. Okay, so that made my day. It was worth 51 minutes for that. Uh, Elmar Vital says they got a call from Regina today looking for decking. <laughs> he passed him our way. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I was, you gotta wonder, like, how does somebody from Regina end up calling Elmar Vinyl in Ontario mm. when we're right here? How did they miss us? How did they, yeah, what were they looking for? Maybe they were looking for something that Elmar has and we don't. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, anyway. Um, so what's, what are we talking about today? We're not gonna waste people's time because the, um, quick, what's your favorite donut? Let's Doug waste started, some people's time. Doug started a bit early today, says Mark Western. <laughs> uh, no, we had, we had something to talk about. We didn't come up with the a moment of uselessness today. It was about the Brits and their it's installing the decks. Turns out the Brits don't know how to install decks. Just wood decks. This is Mark Westrom's in here. He's loving this. This is his article he sent me. Mm-hmm. So apparently, there's an article written about this. I don't know why. I don't know how this became <laughs> a news story. Yeah, how did this become a news story? Apparently, Brits install their decking upside down all the time. The reason behind... Oh, so the That's not even the reason. The... What was in the article was yeah. some decking, wood decking especially, will come with one side sometimes, sometimes both sides. We don't but have any. One side fluted on the bottom or reeded or whatever you want to call it when they scrape little channels out or mm-hmm. profile the board so there's a channels on the bottom. And apparently these goofy Brits are installing it with the channel side up, like with the, the flutes up. Idiots. Idiots. So says this one Instagram account called My London Something. I don't remember what it was. This one Instagram account decided to make a big deal of this. Cancel culture's out there. And this guy's like, I'm going to tell everybody they're doing it wrong. They're doing it wrong. And so I don't agree with him. I don't think they're doing it wrong. In some cases, maybe that the manufacturers are putting the fluting on the bottom because of airflow channels, which is what this guy's trying to say. Mm-hmm. But I know more manufacturers that put flutes in the bottom as a design aesthetic and for extra traction and grip on stairs and whatnot. And, and so, right, like, like for woods. example, exactly. The Moso 
decking and the das Dasso bamboo decking, do that intentionally and right. tell you to install it either way and tell you to use that side up on the stairs and whatnot or around pools. For what reason? Because it, for like apparently better traction. For grip. Instead of a, okay. instead of a smooth surface, it has channels, ribs. It's ribbed, ribbed. for your pleasure. But it's <laughs> like, it's no different than anything that has like, why are tires not bald? Why? Because they grip the road better when they have channels in them. Right. So this clown, <laughs> I hope you listen. We're going to get a call from England. Uh, I think the, the Instagram was uh, at my London life. Is it, was that what it was? I believe so. Okay, we're calling him out. And so he's on there saying like, ah, they're all wrong that they did it that way. And maybe in some cases, maybe they were. But there's also some people that were like, uh, no, it was fluted on both sides, thanks. It was manufactured that way for that. And this guy's like, no, it's manufactured like that. So that airflow underneath the board for circulation. Mm -hmm. Fine. Maybe some manufacturers do it for that reason. But it, they're not necessarily wrong because other manufacturers do it for, with the intention of it being installed up. For grip. So get out of the newspaper. That's right. Quit trying to cancel culture all these people in, in Britain. Deck boards. Come on, <laughs> buddy. Like, find another cause. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you you uh, sold your deck upside down. I think he just wanted to be heard. He should get on TikTok. Well, he got he got heard. He what else in, we got here? He was in the sun. Well, yeah, he got himself into the bloody... Was that what it was? Was it the... Is there a London sun? I, I think it's just called the sun. The sun? Just for all of London? All of London. Okay, um... Quigley Dex. Yeah, Quigley would know a bit about this. He's from that side of the pond. He's from down under. That's not all. The, no, he's not from down under. Oh, is, no, sorry. Scotland. Whoa, sorry. I'm sorry. He's from up over. Up over. Uh, that's not all the Brits don't know how to install, he says. And Michael O191492 says, I've seen this. And so what's the consensus here? From the people in the Instagram chat, when you see a deck that has the, whatever you want to call it, the fluting or the reeds or the channels up, do you look at that and say that's installed upside down? That was supposed to be flipped over the other way. Is my London life right <laughs> or wrong or wrong or neither? He's I'd, he like, can't be neither because he was very insistent that that is hundred percent of the time is incorrect. And so I'm he, my position yeah. is not necessarily some so is intended to be installed that way. You're sitting on the fence, uh, but go, I'm firmly go either way. Well, no, no, I'm not going either way. I'm firmly on the fence, saying that. In some cases, it's supposed to be installed mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. But I also, I'm not disagreeing that there may be some manufacturers that flute the bottom of the boards for circulation. That's maybe possible. Well, but I'm not there, saying it's is not. Is there a point for manufacturers to do that? I don't know. It does make sense to me to have some airflow between the joists and the boards. Right. Like, sure, it makes sense. There's still wood touching wood, like at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. You're not fluting. Like, it doesn't, it's not levitating above the joist. Oh, magnets. But anyway, so that's, not, that's our moment of uselessness today. What's this going on here? Why Haney Construction says, why is Tud's t-shirt man karate chopping the desk? What in the blue hell? That's oh, me. he's talking about me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was doing that. Bam, bam, bam. That was me making a strong point. Strong. Okay, you want another story that's fun? You have another story? I got another story It's fun. What we should actually do is just mute my microphone out and so I can't even... Oh, that. that's better. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or that. Okay, so no more stories then. Uh, okay, so we set up our shop, right? If you haven't bought some gear yet, you should. It's right there on the screen, tuds.ca slash podshop. It's super fun. We got some gear off it. This is from there. This is from there. Everything's from there. So we actually had our staff. We gave our staff a credit mm -hmm. um, and said, go buy some gear. 
like wear it to work. We don't want you showing up in uh, Stella Artois t-shirts. Don't ask. <laughs> Where did you come up with that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and so we said, go, here's, here's some money. Go buy yourself some gear, pick whatever you want. Um, within reason, like the people that work upstairs got full, full, uh, what do you want to call it? Carte blanche. Sure. They were able to just shop, shop to the heart was content. That's the right. guys downstairs in the sales floor was like, you though, collared shirts. And yard people, bright yellow things. Oh, I brought a, I bought a bright yellow You went thing. bright yellow hoodie, yeah, because you can. Because I can. Now we can put you in the yard if we need to at a uh, moment's damn. notice. Damn. So anyways, we uh, we all ordered this stuff. We've had some uh, listeners of the podcast order their stuff and post too, which is super awesome. So thank you to those people who have done it. I don't know if they're in here today, but they should be. And so the last guy to get his stuff here was funny. Everybody here ordered their stuff. Everybody here got their stuff. Mm-hmm. One of the first guys, I think actually the first guy was the first to place one. his order was Frazier, our general manager in Regina. So he places his order. Mm-hmm. He decides the $7 for the f- faster shipping was not worth it to him that day. <laughs> yeah, no, no thanks. Rest of us were like, oh yeah, I'm buying two or $300 of the stuff. I'll pay the seven bucks to get yeah. this like two weeks faster. Right, I want it here now. He didn't. He gets his last. Ordered first, got last. Then what happens? Oh yeah. Then what happens? Oh, I forgot about this. His order finally shows up yesterday. And he comes upstairs and he's so proud. He's like, it's here. It's, it's finally here. here. We've all been like flaunting our gear for two weeks already. That's right. He shows up, starts unpacking his stuff. He's like, ah, check this out. Got a collar white shirt, ultimate deck shop. Got this black one. It says tuds.ca. Got this. Pulls up the hat. hat. This is what he gets. <laughs> I don't know if people are going to be able to see this on the camera there or not. He gets a hat, specially printed. It's a flex fit. Decent hat. Washington County Playhouse. <laughs> Turns out this is a dinner theater. In, and I can't remember where this was. Washington County. Yeah, wherever Washington County was. I feel like it was somewhere like a southern state, somewhere I want to say. South Carolina or something. Yeah, something like that. So somewhere, the staff at the Washington County Playhouse are missing a hat. Maybe they got a Tud's hat. There's a chance they got a Tud's hat. Oh. I hope they got a Tud's hat. They're on Instagram. I'm going to I'm gonna take a picture and we're going to tag them in this. So we should give this. We should do this as a giveaway. <laughs> Washington County Playhouse. Who wants the Who wants the Washington County Playhouse? I'll hat? tell you. I was a little bit nervous googling that. It's a small flex fit. The Washington County Playhouse. That could have been a number of things. Dinner theater was not on my list of yeah, things. I never thought dinner theater. What was the first thought on your mind? Oh yeah, exactly what you thought it was going to be. Voyeurism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. You're so quick in these buttons. Wade's fired. You're here. That's over. So that's funny. Has anybody ever been to the Washington County Playhouse? Have you heard of it? Do we know where it is? Like, you never know. Some people in here. I feel like when we can travel things. again, we're going to have to go there. Wearing a hat. Yeah. They're from Canada. Where'd you, Where'd you get that show hat? Up. That's so funny. Um, okay. So more conversation about the fluted boards here. Michael O says uh, they also use synthetic four by four beams underneath. No wood used. Synthetic four by four beams. Good for them. That's good. Uh, Jace DeBoer says, laces out. So I think he's saying that he agrees with it being face up. And Quigley says, here we go. The guy close to him. The reason for the channels is because of the rain in the British Isles and it's for better traction. That is what I said. It's channeling. It's their channels for channeling water giving you better traction when you walk on it. But isn't the water just going to sit in those channels? Yes. And so that's what this guy's point was. He's like, then the water sits in them and it rots it faster. It's like, I guess if... You know, if the if the rumor is true that the Brits don't get sun ever, they don't to dry the Have things out in their skin. Maybe it's like translucent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was his argument, but I think he was just like full of hot air. He doesn't know what he's doing. Um, 
TC Dex says they also drive on the wrong side of the road and use the wrong means of measuring. So he's not wrong there either. They just do a lot I disagree. Wrong. On which part? The measuring part. And the roads part or just uh, the measuring part? They're, they're definitely driving on the wrong side of the road. So this isn't fair from your perspective because you have experience with uh, metric measurements. When you were la- doing land surveying. Doing the land surveying. It was probably all 100% metric. Is no. That right? It was not? No, because there was a point in history where uh, surveyors used... Uh, Imperial. You want to hear the best part? Yeah. Decimal feet. Oh yeah, those are I those are real special. <laughs> what do you like what are they doing when they give you decimal I don't feet? Know. It's like a partial commit to metric. It's I, like it is. It's like, hey, we're gonna kind of be metric. I had that but yes, we're not going to I be. had that literally yesterday. Juanita, our estimator, came to me with a paper. Some customer had emailed in their measurements and it was so poor resolution that you could hardly you couldn't. Not hardly, you couldn't tell what the numbers were. And I said, well, she's like, am I going to have to ask this guy for a new one or can somebody else read this? So I looked at it and I was like, oh boy, I think I can read the depth measurements. Like for sure, not the width. I don't know what mm-hmm. that one says, but the depth, I believe, like I could be wrong in this, but it looks like a decimal foot to me. I said, I think it's 5.35 feet and 4.1 feet. And she's like, well, that's strange. And I was like, it Uh-oh. is strange, but it's not impossible. I've seen like decimal feet as a thing. Yep. So email this guy back, tell him to get his head on straight. Use either use feet and inches, use feet and inches, or use decimals with metric and whatever, but don't mix and match. Well, what if someone used like feet and centimeters? Oh, (laughs) Mm. crisscrossing. I'd send him to Western Lumber. Go get get your deck there. Uh, Precision Construction says the installation of the reservoir tip is much more important than the ribs. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. What does that mean? I, also, reservoir tip sounds like something from the Washington County Playhouse. That's right. The X-rated Washington County Playhouse. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, another comment here. Peewee's Washington County Playhouse. I'm sure it'll turn out well for him. Peewee's. Oh, because it's a small hat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I missed? Is I that the, was that the, in, the th- innuendo so. there? Okay. Enough fun. How much time did we? Too much fun today. We're 18, 18 minutes. minutes of fun. Look that's not that. bad. That was fun. That's not bad. That's that's only a third of the time I spent with Doug from Sedona. Do you remember what this button is? Nope. Okay, sure. you're going to get some quotes. Nobody's going to touch my price. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, that should be in uh, Westrom's new, uh, new TV ads, radio ads. 100%. You're going to get some quotes. Nobody's, Nobody's going to touch, touch my, my price. price. Okay, uh, on to the topic of the day. Uh, what do you want to do, Bryce? We haven't picked a topic yet. Uh, our options are uh, white trash bags in the garbage cans or black trash bags. Ooh, I like that one. Um, That's a classic. Do you debate. like pullover hoodies or zip-up hoodies? That one's easy. What is it? Zip-up. Pullover. <laughs> pullover. That's it. That's it. Throw, throw, the, throw the actual topic out. We're it. going down this way. <laughs> pullover is clearly better. <laughs> Look no. at how, if you put the logo of something on your hoodie and you have a zipper down the middle of it, that's bullshit. But it's temperature control. Come on, take the hoodie off then. But then you could be too cold. There's no need have for you, medium have settings. Have been in this building? No, <laughs> yes. It's either really hot or really cold. That's how things are supposed it's to be. Really cold. Here, okay. You know me, but you're about to know me more. I'm a man of extremes. If I'm oh, in the yeah. car and it's cold in the car, it's full <laughs> blast heat until it's not cold in the car anymore. 
If I'm in the car and it's baking hot, it's full blast air conditioner until it's not friggin' hot anymore. And then anymore. you just turn it off? There's no such thing as medium heat. Oh, yeah, you turn it off. <laughs> you don't use the climate control? If I'm hungry, I'm eating all the way to full and then some. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. I agree with you there. I don't eat till I'm half full. Right. But that's, that's strictly a dinner thing. Supper, dinner, breakfast, whatever. You go full. I go full plus. Full, full plus? Fill the slip tank. <laughs> And what, what kind of fuel do you put in your truck? Oh, God, there's so many stories. <laughs> Are we going to waste all these stories in one episode? No, okay. no. <laughs> no, no, now you did it. Because we won't remember to do it next week, and then wait, it'll be around. So, and it, oh, look, at listen, the bell's going. It's busy. Ding dong. Too bad. We're having too much fun up here. Woo. So, let's, to, to preface this story, the other day we had a, a returning summer student. Mm-hmm. He was with us last year. Super nice dude. Super quiet. Uh... He was back and he was back, he was back for like two days. They needed to hook my trailer up full of, uh, well, it was last week Yep. to go to Saskatoon to transfer lumber. So I said, hook the trailer up, get it loaded, get it strapped. I'm doing the, the transfers this week. Um, but so a uh, bad news, I did not leave any fuel in my truck. It needs filled up first before you hook up the trailer. Go just make my up. life easier. So go fill it up. So he takes my keys. He goes and fills it up. He comes back. His name's Styles. Awesome dude. Comes back, hands my keys back. As he's walking back towards the door, I was like, you put diesel in, right? And he turns around, looks back at me, and he's like, uh, no, no, just gas. <laughs> and I was oh, like, Oh, you got him. Okay, good. <laughs> you got him. My truck is just a half ton. It's just a gasoline truck. So that was all fine and dandy. Joke was over, as far as I knew. Three days later. Yeah, guess what? Wade. Yes, the Wade. The. Sends a picture to the group chat of his truck, Ford F-350. Up on a trailer deck, a towing trailer deck. Yeah. With the caption, this is what happens when you put gasoline in a diesel truck. This one's for you, Wade. And people asked, right away, Frazier asked, he's like, well, who did that? Yeah. Me. I can't believe he did that. Wade did that in his own freaking truck. Yeah. And he's so particular about it. He's already crashed a forklift through the overhead door this year. He has cost <laughs> us more money now so far this year than we can make back. Like, I'm already looking at 2022 numbers to balance the budget. That's right. For the love of God. At least he didn't drive it. But he filled it while it was running, so who knows? <laughs> like, I don't know running. how far the gasoline got through the system, but anyway, he pulled it forward, parked it, called the tow truck. 1400 bucks later. Plus a tank of gas. Plus a tank of gas. Fifteen hundred bucks later. At least we could have used the gas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to save the if you when you pump the gasoline out, could you save it for me, please? We should have just gave him a rubber hose. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you're gonna fix this yourself. Yeah, here you go. Okay, we're gonna go through the comments real quick. Uh, before we get to the actual topic here, holy smokes, people are lighting this thing up. We're, we're busy. Oh my we're goodness. Busy today. Uh, quickly, Dex. In Ireland and England, we drive on the right side of the road. In North America, you drive on the left. So if you drive on the right, you drive on the wrong side. If you drive on the right, you drive on the wrong side? Tim's been drinking too. Yeah. Him and Doug. Him and Doug. Getting in, getting into the cosmos a little, a little early this tipsy. morning. Uh, Western ran out of brews. Um, yeah, let's go through here. Uh, pull over Bryce. Come on, man, says Juanita. What does that mean? Pull over. Pull over, Bryce. Come on, man. Pull over, Bryce. Oh. 
Oh, she wants me to get closer to you. Oh, well, okay. Uh, TC Deck says he's on Team Bryce. It sounds like Wade's losing his job fast. Yeah. Here. Uh, men and zippers can lead to accidents. That's that's what I was going to say. Zip up hoodie guy. What, you going to catch your wing wang and your zipper? No, I don't ride that high. <laughs> might catch your nip nip, though. <laughs> your nip nip might. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I've got a sweater over there that's a zip up. It's fine. I wear it for certain occasions when I'm not feeling super manly. Uh, but when, when I, <laughs> I'm not, I don't hate them. I just, I prefer like, because with the zip up hoodie, I don't agree that you're going to put a logo across the whole thing because then the zipper comes down the middle of it. It looks like a baseball Jersey and they haven't figured that out yet in the MLB either. They should be like, they should be pullover shirts. That's right. Um, then you just have to do a little patch on the side and I put it on the back. Eh, you could put it on the back. Nothing on the front. Party in the back. Party in the back. Sure. You could do that too. Mullet. Um, Westrom says black trash bags over white. Okay, yeah. Uh, he also says zip-up hoodies. We're adults now. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Haney says, big rich deck shop owner had better own a diesel truck. I agree that a big rich deck shop owner should own a big truck. Let me know who yeah. the big rich deck it, shop owner that is happen? that you know. Wade is not yet a big rich deck shop owner, but he sure wants to look like he is. He's just got a big truck. And we're not rich because he buys trucks that are too expensive. And then he destroys them. Um, Finkelberry says, Wade looks like he shrunk in the wash. Just kidding. We love you, Bryce. I did. <laughs> I also got younger. I don't know if you could tell. Yeah. But there's no more And better hair. looking. That's Ridiculous. right. And more fuel efficient. Yeah. And uh, more fuel efficient. Western also says, is Wade the guy missing the appendages? Yes, that would be him. Um, <laughs> Wade check. Quigley says, this explains the job opening on Facebook this week. Also correct. Hashtag Bryce co-owner 2021. Uh, here we go. Uh, quickly trying to correct his thing before about the right, left driving, whatever. And I don't care. Sorry. Quickly. Over. And uh, anyway, have another Guinness. Okay. Uh, topic of the day. Now we've wasted lots of time. 25 minutes. Now uh, Sim Codex should be showing up any minutes. moment. Podcast for today is 10 things that a homeowner should consider when they're choosing comps at decking. Okay, this is perfect timing because Doug, Doug must have known that Doug? this is the topic. That I should have I should have told Doug just like, to hang up, Doug. Be like, Doug, if you would just let me go, if you just <laughs> let me hang up the phone right now and you just tune into the podcast in like five minutes, this whole conversation is happening then. Stop buzzing the buzzer. Sorry, we're not coming. Of course it's busy as soon as we uh, get up here. Eh? Uh, so anyways, top 10 things to consider when you're buying a composite decking. The reason for this is it's confusing. There's a lot of brands in the market there's a lot of, and they're all over the price index or matrix, right? Index was not the right word. Index, matrix. The matrix, whatever. The scale of pricing varies scale. quite a bit. Yeah. In the States, we could be talking like a dollar a linear foot, and you could be talking $7 a linear foot. Yeah. In Canada, that could be $2 a linear foot to $74 a linear foot. 74? <laughs> no, but like in our store, it's like like composite start in our store from 279 up to some of them are pushing eight bucks linear foot. Eight bucks. You go to a box store and buy some junk, you might be able to find something like two flat. Two and yeah. a half at least. Yeah, especially if they cut the all the holes in the middle. That's right. Um, <laughs> I don't know if Wade's serious or not, but he's in the chat now saying he just spent 30 minutes on the phone with Gary from Sedona. <gasps> Gary phoned D Gary Doug hung up Gary and told his neighbor Doug. Gary. Oh, guys, should phone these guys at the Ultimate Deck yeah, Shop. Yeah, don't call the Regina one though. Shane needs a break. Call Saskatoon. 
So he um, told me he was doing a podcast. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so we're going to go through these 10 things because uh, this, this is very, very topical because of Doug's phone call. But he was confused. Like, what's good? What, do I be, what am I looking for here? I found some colors I like, but I'm scared of this brand because I've never heard it before. And mm-hmm. I don't know what this one blah, blah. And nobody down here knows anything how to help me. So this was not at all planned around Gary's phone call. No, we planned it before. We planned it before. Then Gary. It's not Gary. Doug's phone call. Doug. I'm Doug. I'm Gary. I'm Gary. <laughs> uh, so this was just good timing. Number one thing to consider, and these are not in order of most important to yeah, worst. I was going to say. It's like, not. They were, they're in order of like what came off the top of our heads. What, what do you think should be the first thing? We have a list of 10 right in front of us. What should be the first thing that people should look for? Hey, Zeus, easy. Yeah, well, I'm not Wade. How am I supposed to get? How am I supposed <laughs> to get? I don't know. Um, like, I think probably number nine that we have here, the company, the brand, the track record. I think that's, that's the most the important. Best place because to start? Yeah, because if you pick a crap board, it's not going to have the rest of these things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you pick a good board, it's going to have most of the rest of these things just by the very nature that it is a good product, reputable product. So the most important thing for any homeowner should be to look for a reputable brand or at yes. least do research about them. Research it. Use a brand you know that's been around for a while. The stuff has been installed in somewhere before. Has gone through a few cycles of of seasons. Right. Mm-hmm. Has a company that's still around mm. because the problem with composite decking is that it's very trendy. The market is growing es- exponentially every year. Um, not only the outdoor living market, but the shift from wood to composite, which means there's a lot of, you know, predators out there. Is that what you call? Them? Yeah. <laughs> composite predators. Yeah. Composite. Were they like snakes? No, ah, there's a lot of opportunists out oh, there. Okay. Okay? okay. Businesses that see an opportunity to jump into a growing market that's worth billions. Mm-hmm. They see this market that has, you know, a major player in it, a couple major players that really dominate the market. So potentially ripe for disruption. Yep. There's some companies in there. And then there's also the Asian influence. Yeah. Yeah, man. I know that sounds a way, but. What I'm saying is that there's a lot of Asian products that are seeing an opportunity over here where this market is blowing up and they're like, right. it's not that hard to ship stuff over here unless you're going through the Suez, Suez. anymore. Right? Yeah. And even that's not hard now. No, they fixed that. Hard for a week or so. I heard all that stuff still trapped on that boat. I heard that they are holding that boat yep. in the canal <laughs> until, until they, they pay, pay for a it. billion dollar <laughs> fine. Like that sounds like a lot of money, but then if you think about what's on that boat. It's easily more than a billion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to deliver this one for free. Yeah, this is, right. This one's a. Uh, here you guys go. Our bad. This yeah. is like when, when we make a mistake here and it's like, oh shit. Uh, yeah, we'll run those boards out for you. No worries. Uh, we're going to eat this one a little oh, bit. Yeah, we're going to have to. Sh- it's never been a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's ne- <laughs> it's, we've. Here's we've, some 20 footers instead of 16s. Last year, our delivery guys, a couple summer students, dumped a load of. It wasn't the whole thing, but a few boards, like enough boards, in the intersection at five o'clock of our Cola Avenue. And Prince of Wales Drive. What? Word. <laughs> now, if you're what? from Washington County Playhouse, you might not know the importance of those streets, but by God, at five mm. o'clock, that is probably one of the busiest intersections in the city. In all of the prairies. Uh, no. Not a great thing to happen at five o'clock. No. So we got phone calls from people at the intersection. <laughs> At the red light, be like, I think your truck just dropped off a load uh, in the intersection. Just dumped a dumped a big load. That's uh, not a billion dollars. Uh, so number one, before you made me skip to number nine, was traction. What the, Fine. What I was not trying to say one, was that was number one. First one, not weighted in any way, is traction. Okay. Now, why I care about traction? Well, because nobody likes slipping and dying. 
Mm. So it depends on what you're using it for. That's the first thing. Yeah. You're not going to like, yeah. If you want to slip and slide on your deck. That's right. Go with your fiber on uh, symmetry line. I just don't want people climbing my walls. Horizon line. Better yet. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't want people climbing <laughs> it, then grab the slippery stuff. No, but like, obviously this is important for obvious reasons. People have kids yeah. and you just don't want it to be slippery if it doesn't have to be. Um, obviously. But in some scenarios, this might be the main access to your house. If you're doing the front steps into your house or front porch, clearly you don't want that slippery because you go in and out of that spot every single day. That's mm-hmm. not just a place where you go to sit down and have a beer. Mm-hmm. You're in and out of that every day. The mailman is in and out of that every day. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes the neighbor's in and out of that every day. Depends on how faithful the one partner's being. There's other people that may be coming <laughs> and going a lot. Okay. Whoa. Uncle Randall is in and out every day. Randall. Not yeah. Gary. Not Gary. Uh, so you want something that has some traction on it. Now, does this mean you have to get the grippiest stuff that's available? No, your needs are going to define what that is. If it's around a pool, you probably want a lot of traction. Yep. If it's not, and this is just a little deck out in the back that you go to barbecue on and it only goes to your backyard. So you're only out there, you know, a couple times a week, you know, then maybe it doesn't matter as much, mm-hmm. but if it's, like I said, around a pool, main access to the house, you have little kids, you're elderly, mm-hmm. you're going to want something that's not going to pose a hazard. Because some of the stuff gets as slippery, like slippery enough to pose a hazard. Right. When it's raining or something or a little skiff of snow or something on it. Oh, yeah. Other products are very, very good for traction. However, the industry that people expect that they've heard from their friends and family and neighbors because they've all bought whatever cheap stuff, whatever, is that like, oh, composite, that stuff's sure slippery. No, it, no it's not all sure slippery. No. Some of it is sure slippery. Mm-hmm. And some of it is certainly not. The early stuff was probably, I assume, slippery. This, the early stuff was probably not as bad because it wasn't capped. Oh. Okay. So it had like some wood fiber in it. It had some grit to it. Some grit. And then they started capping with, with smooth plastic. And it's like, uh, yes, plastic is slippery. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your sled made out of? Plastic. Plastic. Yeah. So it can be, but there's things you can do. So on the on the slippery end of this thing, like, like I just mentioned, like fiber on horizon line decking is beautiful stuff. Like coloring is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Have you, uh, no, never mind. <laughs> We're going to start on a. Yeah, TikTok. Oh, okay. TikTok. There's a guy, what is he called? The angry, the angry TikToker or something. He's a, like, he's got a huge account. Right. He's like a, he's a dude who just like, he scrunches up his face angry all the time. He's like a bigger black man. And he's just like, and he's, he's gotten so big now that people will do drawings of him or like do art oh, of him. nice. And like, there's. People have done like Rubik's cubes, like walls of him. <laughs> of him just being angry. And he'll do edit and like, he'll just sit there and watch just like seething, like breathing, whatever. He's like, what is this? What is it? And then he finishes. And then when, he, and then when he fin- the guy finishes and you see what it is at the end, he's like, gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> he's done a bunch of these videos and it's really funny. So traction's good. Decorator's Voyage. You will not get better traction in the industry than Decorator's Voyage. It's insane how much traction Almost Decorator's Voyage has. too much. Yeah. Yeah, broken face. You're gonna hurt yourself. Decorators Vault and Frontier Lines and any PVC product, really, really good traction. Mm-hmm. Then you get into the composites, and it's you're less likely to find something with really good traction. Timber Tech Terrain, not bad. Um, I find my Fibron Good Life is not bad, um, but you're never gonna find great in most wood plastic composites. So, like. Compared to if you were wearing shoes versus not wearing shoes for traction on your deck, on your fiber on good life deck, like 
Is it better with shoes or without shoes? I don't I don't wear bare feet on my deck because my dog pisses and shits all over. Oh, okay. Well, that would make it slippery. <laughs> so, it's like, <laughs> ewey. Uh, I don't... So, like I said, I've never felt that mine is that slippery. Now, if it's raining out, I'm not usually out there. So, maybe I'm just not noticing it. But I go out there when it's raining and barbecue sometimes. And right. I, I've never noticed it being overly slippery. But I have been on like a fiber on horizon Ipe deck and it's slippery and if it gets a little wet, it's slippery. So that's not to knock that board. It's a great board in many ways, but mm-hmm. traction is not one of them. Right. There's no perfect board out there, right? They all have knocks. And then that, in that board's case, that's the knock. It's a bit slick. So there you have it. There's the first, if it's most important to you, if that's the number one thing you need is traction, then shop decorators or shop a PVC board. They're great. And by PVC board, I mean like pretty much any PVC board has good traction. Azek, Wolf, uh, Clubhouse has crazy good traction. Why did why did the PVCs have I better don't traction than the comp? I don't know. Guys, I'm not a freaking scientist. Well, you should be. I don't. You get calls from I all over know, the. I don't know the reason. Northeastern United States. I don't know if it's a different kind. Of, if that plastic is stickier, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. It's a different type of plastic. Okay. It just grips. Just grips. Just grips, grips and rips. Grips and rips. Number two, warranty. This is important. Overlooked and important. Now, the warranty. The were. Now, this one is something that is important, but is also important to look beyond the superficial numbers because one of the biggest things, you know, one of the biggest competitive advantages of a composite deck board is that it has a warranty, whereas a wood deck board is not going to have a warranty. Mm-hmm. And the composite guys know this, and that's why they promote it. They promote it very loudly. We have a warranty, they say. <laughs> Gorgeous. We got a warranty. And so you'll see on all these things all the time. 25-year fade stain warranty. 25-year structural warranty. 40-year fade and stain. Lifetime structural. 50-year fade and stain. Boom, boom, boom. Everybody's got a warranty. Okay? Mm-hmm. Shitty brands don't have a long warranty. I would be so um, bold as to say that if your deck board is promoting anything less than a 25-year warranty, there's a good chance it's shit. Really? Really? That's that's Shane's stamp of approval. That's only because I'm familiar with the good brands of Comes Decking, and they all give you at least 25 years. I'm also familiar with shitty brands, and they usually don't give you more than 15. Mm. And so it just, like, it's a bit of a, like, if you have the option of one that gives you 25, 30, 40, 50, why wouldn't you? And if you have right. the option of one that's 10 or 15, it's like, well, why are they so... Uh, hesitant to give you as long a warranty as the industry standard. The industry standard the industry is 25 standard. plus. Mm-hmm. So if you're given less than that, what's there to know here? Right. Now, the warranties can include different things. We just talked about fade and stain. If it doesn't come with a fade and stain warranty, don't buy it. Yeah, right off the bat. That's the first. Don't buy it. Why would you? There's products. If you had the choice of buying a car and one was the car is blue. Okay. And in five years from now, the car will be blue. Mm. Or there was another car that was like, uh, this one used interior paint. No UV protection. <laughs> it will fade. It's blue today. It'll be baby blue tomorrow. It'll be white in five years. Oh, I like that. You Change, might. Changes as I go. If you like that, great. I, oh, and I, by the way, you know if what? a bird craps on it, it doesn't come off. Oh, okay. Okay. That's a big deal. Right. This car, bird shit, no problem. Wipes right off. Right. This car, bird shits, perma stain. Perma shit. And you don't even have a chance. 
driving, bird shits, stop the car, get out, wipe off, too late, stained. <laughs> so why would you? So the warranty is going to cover fading and staining. Fading also, and structural. They usually will always have a structural warranty. That's a guarantee that your board's not going to turn into powder in its lifespan. Oh, it's a structural board warranty. Right. So, But the warranties are different. You might get a different length of warranty on structure than you will in fade and stain, for example. What's the what's the like minimum fade and stain generally that we see from the I brands? made this podcast late to get coffees. I haven't even opened it yet. Yeah. Uh, Robin's Donuts, by the way. The, coffees today. What was your question? What's the like minimum fade and stain warranty length that people can expect from the good brands? Like what's the... 25, 25. years. It's 25? 25. 25, 25. Most of them are... Yeah, they're all between 25 and 50. Okay. I haven't seen one longer. Well, that's not true. Moisture Shield Vision Line does give you a lifetime. I, I'd have to read the fine print on that. But most of them are 25 to 50 years on fade and stain, even if they give you a lifetime structural warranty. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I do know that Moisture Shield Vision does give you lifetime fade and stain too. There will be some fine print to that. So that's the other part of this. It's going to cover fading and staining. It's going to cover structural. Some will provide some sort of installation warranty. Which means that if there's a problem with the board and you have to get it replaced, that they'll also cover the cost of replacement of somebody to do the work, oh, 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 which oh. is not as common no. at all. You will get a little bit of that from Trex TimberTech Fibron if you have it installed by a Trex TimberTech or Fibron Pro approved contractor. If your contractor is not a loyalty program member of those brands, they will not give you the replacement warrant, the labor warranty. Right. If you install it yourself, no labor warranty. No labor warranty. If you install it yourself, better than the president of Trex and TimberTech and Fiberons combined. If you built it better than them. If you wrote the instruction manual for these brands and then built it better than that, you would not get install warranty. Because you're not the guy that they said a pro. is a pro approved. Or a pro. Decorator is the only one that I'm aware of that will honor that warranty even if you install it. Mm. As long as you installed it correctly. And that, my friends, is the way it should be done. That's right. Because I've had a bit of a, even before Decorators came out with that, I've, I had a grievance with that before too. I get that they're trying to promote their contractors and you should hire an approved contractor and install their decking. I get all that. I understand why they do it. Mm-hmm. I just think that if the board is installed correctly, it should not matter who did it. Right. Because I can tell you for certain that some of those Trex pros do not install by the instruction booklet. Some of the Fibron pros do not follow every simple rule. Mm-hmm. Like just because they have gotten that certification does not necessarily mean that they install something better than a guy who doesn't have it. It right. just means that they chose to sign up for the program. Mm-hmm. And in some cases may or may not have had somebody inspect the deck that they had built. But in more cases than not, uh, than not they have not had a deck inspected. Well, and don't some of those warranties like make you use specific types of fasteners god that's good yeah so like isn't that like a here's the other thing too yes they want you to use their approved fasteners and there's nothing wrong with that like they should you should use an approved fastener you shouldn't just but go out there and pin nail it down with glue like better fastener yeah i see where you're going <laughs> i see where you're going i mean i like magnets and glue and duct tape so most of them nails. will still honor non-fastening related issues even if you didn't use their fastener. So let's say 
you installed a Trex Transcend board and you decided to use a Camo Edge fastener, which is not an approved fastener. If the issue with the board is discoloration, fading, staining, um, it cracks or something weird because whatever, but, but not due to the fastener, they'll still warranty those parts of it, but they won't warranty anything like, oh, the boards are sliding around. It's like, uh, well, you didn't use the right fastener. So therefore, if you decide to use the Camel Protect Marksman screws that go through the side of the board and they actually screw into the board and they say, don't do that. And then that board cracks because of the screw that went through it. That's not warrantied because you use a fastener. That's not an approved fastener. Not approved. Now they've approved these fasteners and they have a list of approved fasteners for two reasons. One, because they've tested them and they work properly and the ones that they don't list don't work properly or two, they want to make more money off their own fasteners. Mm. That's it. There's only two reasons that's on that list. (laughs) Those are the, those are the reasons. So if you care about your warranty, that's very, very important to you. Just Mm -hmm. like we talk about traction. If it's most important, if the warranty is most important, then follow the install instructions to a T using the proper fasteners, the proper joist spacing, the proper stringer spacing. Because in an area that people always bugger up is that they read the install instructions and every brand says 16 inches on center on your, on your joist. If you want it to feel better, use 12 inches on center. Nobody's going to hurt you. If it's a commercial application, use 12 anyway. If it's diagonal, you're using 12 instead of 16. On commercial, you're using 8 instead of 12. Like, there's rules about the joy mm-hmm. spacing, but what people always slip up on is the stairs because the stair stringer spacing needs to be tight, more tight, more tighter. Tighter. Fiberon, for example, Boy, says yeah. 12 inches on stairs. Others are going to say 11. Others say 9. Others say 8. That's really tight. Eight's but if you really care about tight. the warranty... Get her done. Or just go steal. Or go steal. Although that probably doesn't fall under warranty. Uh, no, it could. Yep, it could. Steel has a warranty uh, on the steel. That's pretty cool, too. Carly Engel Matheson, sales estimator at the Ultimate Deck Shop Saskatoon, says hyper-color decking about the fading and stuff before. That'd be mm. cool. When it rains, it gets darker. Yeah, That's what actually right. does happen with the other decking. Yeah. Um. Haney Construction says if a bird shits in the Canadian woods and nobody's around, okay. does it make a sound? Mm. Yes, something like that. I think. I think. I think it does. This is I. D- yeah. Okay. Have you, you ever know thought what? about this? Yeah. Yes, I have, and recently even. Not about the shitting. God, this part, is gonna be a four-hour podcast. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. I th- if a bear shits in the woods, if a tree falls in the woods, does anybody yes. hear it? Does it make a sound? And I, like. My answer has always been, obviously, it still does. It doesn't matter if I'm there to hear it. It still made the sound when it dropped. But technically, mm-hmm. sound is sound waves. And sound waves, if they're not interpreted, are nothing. Okay. Right? If your eardrum does not vibrate and convert that into a sound that you know as a sound, then is it a sound? Yes. To who? Well, to what? It's still a sound wave. It's a sound wave. Is that the same thing as just sound? Mm. Now we're getting picky. So you can so see what you can see a person? sound wave when you pull you when you drag this podcast into Audible. Yes, you can see a sound audition. Wave. Sorry, not Audible. You can see the sound wave. Yeah, even when it's not making sound. That's right. So they're not the same. Okay. Right. A sound wave is the ingredient that makes the sound. So if you close your eyes, an egg and flour is not a cake until you convert it into a cake. <laughs> it's the ingredients for a cake. Mind blown, right? 
Yeah. Maybe it doesn't make a sound. Well, it does. I don't know. It still note. makes, so makes sound waves. It, it makes still, sound waves. It still makes the... Yeah. Haney also asked what... He's full of great questions today. Haney also asked, what if the Prime Minister of Trex installed the deck? The Is Prime he- Minister of Trex? If that's the same dipshit that's running this country right now, it doesn't stand a chance of getting warranty. Is, His position was it'll install itself. Is the president or prime minister of Trex a Trex approved pro? That's the question. <laughs> that is the question. Uh, Wade thinks there's no chance that this is actually coffee with how he's been listening to this podcast. I told We told you at the start, we warned you that we were fired up. We were fired up today. We've have, had a lot of good ping pong matches. Yeah. I spanked Brace 3-0 again. Then. Oh, barely. Um, okay, that's that's it. The deer. Wade says the deer would hear the sound. Okay, so number three is budget. Budget. This is an obvious one. Uh, figure out what you're able to spend on it first mm-hmm. and then go shopping. Yep. Because there's no point in showing up at the Ferrari dealership if you can only afford a smart car. Or the wheels of the Ferrari. Or just the wheels of the Ferrari. So determine your budget. There is a wide range of products out there at every budget. Mm-hmm. Like literally you can get a good brand. You can get Trex now for hardly more than pressure treated wood. So... You, like there is affordable options that are good. I never ever recommend shopping solely on budget because if you do that, you'll end up in a bad product. Don't buy the cheapest oh, possible thing. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You yep. go to the grocery store, there's different brands of milk, but don't buy the cheapest possible one on the clearance rack because the milk's it's expired. No, you buy the cheapest. <laughs> buy the cheapest good milk. The cheapest good milk is a loss leader. There's no such thing. No such thing as good milk? Yeah. All milk's the same. Yeah. Are we going to go milk brands okay. now? <laughs> well, hold on here. What about almond milk? Almond milk's not milk. They call it milk. But it's not milk. What makes milk milk? It comes from a cow. No, humans comes, have milk. It comes from an organ or a, a, an animal. Uh, that's the definition? Uh, that's what I'm saying is the definition. <laughs> hey, <laughs> good then. Um, Wade's truck still sounds like an explosion if it's filled with gasoline once started <laughs> and if the fuel <laughs> internals mess up again. Uh, okay. Number, so budget. So if you have the, you know, if you have the budget to spend on a higher end board, do so because you will get a lot of good perks that you're not going to get at a lower end price point. You'll get the traction, you'll get the uh, durability. Um, you'll get often a longer warranty. Um, sometimes it's easier to work with. Like you'll just get a better overall product. But don't, I, I would say go the other way too. If you have a big budget, maybe like lessen your budget to spend on other things because some of the middle boards are just as good. Yes, that's true. You don't, yeah, if you, even if you have the budget. Like, if you have unlimited budget, then buy the best shit out there. Oh, that's okay, all, yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying, I guess. Right. If you've got to pick and choose, then I agree with you. If the difference, if your choice is between, do I buy this mid-range composite or this high-end composite because I have an extra thousand bucks, or do I do lights or no lights, mm-hmm. you do the mid-range composite and you put the lights on. Yep. I think that's a no-brainer mm-hmm. because... Honestly, the difference between a mid-range composite and high-end composite, you might get a couple little things that are a little bit better or something, but the difference between no lights and, and lights is drastic. Well, yeah. It's a big what? thing. You can't, you can't see your your slippery-colored <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Slippery deck in the dark. That's right. right? At least you, yeah, at least you don't want to. <laughs> so, But if you're, you're working on a budget, then go for a good quality budget board. I love the right. Fibron Good Life line. I think it's one of the best bangs for your buck. It's down at that, you know, in, the, in Canada around the two ninety nine, three bucks a linear foot mark. In the states, that's probably two. There's an exchange rate here, and less freight because it's manufactured down there. Um, 
So it's a, it's at a really attractive price point. You're also going to find Trex Enhanced Basics and uh, Naturals in that price point. So those are good. Mm-hmm. You know, they got a good warranty. It's a good brand. Um, it's a good option. You've also got TimberTech Edge Line, very durable product. It's going to be around that same price point again. So if you have a low budget, that's fine. Just shop with a low cost, good quality brand of board. Right. Do not go buy super duper composite wood at super duper big box store for a buck and a half a linear foot and, and then laugh on the way home thinking you saved 50 cents a linear foot. Okay. You're going to get some quotes. <laughs> Nobody's going to touch my price, <laughs> but I can, I can almost promise you, you'll be back within a couple of years with that crap failing and you're going to buy a better product anyway. And now you've done it twice. Yep. So nothing's more expensive than cheaping out. Than cheaping out. I just, just last weekend tore out my mom's deck. She bought a house. They had put this crap on it from Lowe's. I, I, I don't know that it was from Lowe's, but I assume because it was right, like she lives right beside Lowe's. So it probably came from a box store, likely Lowe's being close. Likely a Lowe's. Um, but it could have been anywhere. I don't know. It was crap. It's the hollow core stuff that I've, we've warned people a kajillion times about. Obviously Mm -hmm. that guy didn't listen to our podcast, nor did he follow us on Instagram. We Mm -hmm. all make mistakes in our lives. That's the first mistake (laughs) that they made. So this stuff, not surprisingly three, four years old, cracked all down the ribs. The stuff had faded to nothing. It was like, it was peeling. It was like stained from anything that had touched it. There was chunks of it that like bubbled up and were flaking off. Like, and it's and not old that old. It? My mom lives in Harbor Landing. That whole oh, subdivision is yeah. only eight, 10 years old. Right. Your, so, your wood deck should last. And this was that. on the floor of a pergola in the back that some boards had been replaced already. I don't think it was much more than like at most five years old. So it was garbage. And, but yay, they saved a few bucks. And you know what? They moved before they had to deal with it. Good for them. But now my mom. <laughs> Just spent a couple thousand bucks fixing it all. So don't do that. Don't do that. Just get a good board. It's not hard. No. Like when people shop for vehicles, when people shop for vehicles, they go buy, they don't, they go buy a Chevy Mm -hmm. or a Ford Mm -hmm. if they can't afford a high end product. They don't go (laughs) buy like something that was made in. Malaysia from a startup company that ships it over that doesn't have a block heater or power steering or right. like, yeah. and they, instead of using steel panel doors, they've, they've used like coconut husk mm-hmm. and like, like, yeah, you're not doing that when you want cheap. You're still going to buy a good brand of vehicle. Mm-hmm. Even if you have a low budget, it's, it applies here too. Just, yeah. God, I'm fired up today. You are fired up. Scratch resistance. Number scratch, four. Scratch resistance. This one doesn't seem as important as other things. Uh, it's not, it's not as important as other things. So, but some people are very anal about this. Like they don't want their deck to scratch. Other people are like, uh, it's a deck. It's outside. We're going to walk on it. It goes outside. Of course it's going to scratch. Yeah. Those people are smart. (laughs) They understand. The other ones, not so much. It's just setting expectations. Yeah. So these are, they're all going to scratch at some point. Just like the vehicle analogy, just like at some point you yep. are going to get a door ding. You, mm. that's, it's going to happen. Yep. You're going to have a paint chip. You're going to have a scratch. You're going to have a ding. You're going to have something. It will not stay looking brand new forever. Yep. Uh, you're going to put gas in your <laughs> diesel. You're going to blow up the motor in your Blow up the motor. Chip. doesn't matter. So uh, have the expectation that like at some point it's going to scratch a little bit. That said, mo- some of these products are very, very durable. Trex Transcend. 
damn near bulletproof. That stuff is very durable. It's tough mm-hmm. to scratch. It's got a very hard shell on it, very hard cap on it. Uh, it's really good. Um, uh, fiber on promenade, very sure, durable. Yeah. Veca decking, club hose, very, very durable to scratching. All these products are very, very durable to scratching. They can be scratched, but it's very hard. Uh, products like TimberTech Terrain, scratch is a bit easier. Even Wolf Decking for premium products, scratch is a little bit easier than some of the other products mm-hmm. at that price point. So, like I said before, there's no perfect product. They all have pros and cons. Some excel at hard cap, don't scratch. But sometimes there's a trade-off for that too. Sometimes you put a super hard cap on something that doesn't scratch, it can chip. Right. So there's that, right? So you got to pick your poison. And those softer ones you can fix. And the softer ones you might be able to fix with a little bit of heat and okay. some effort. Yeah. Um, so that, but where this comes up is like, oh, I've got really big dogs. Oh, okay. Then don't buy the ones that scratch easier because, right. because that's like, even if you have the expectation it'll scrap at some point, you might be disappointed that it scratched so quick, so fast. Mm. Right. I've seen big dogs leave a lot of marks on a TimberTech terrain deck that I was building before I was even done the job. Mm. It's like the dogs came out in the night when they were whatever, they ripped around, they're two big dogs, they're flying around, they've, you know, they've already laid Scratching down a lot of the up. mossing and it yeah. looks scratched already. Um, so if that's the case and you're worried about that kind of thing, then maybe go, you might have spent a bit more money, but you might want to go well, with more durable that work. means something to you. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So all of these things, it's like you got to rate these and decide what's important to you. Number five, what it's made of. Mm, this is a big so one. This is, yeah, this is like, so a traditional wood plastic composite is made of recycled plastic and wood fiber. So it's it's very green friendly. Do they use plastic bags, you know? Is that what yep. they usually use? They'll use a variety of, of recycled plastics. They use HDPE. And I think it's, if you look on your plastic, if I recall correctly, I'm, and don't quote me on this because I might be recalling incorrectly, but for my fiber and planter, I think it's, if your recycle code on your bottom is one or four, I thought it was one or four. Okay. Then that's a product that could be used in your... Uh, decking that's things like milk jugs uh laundry detergent containers so kind of like these like harder plastics yeah uh, i believe grocery bags are, can make it in there as well so it just depends on the type of plastic some aren't aren't allowed to go in there uh, but any high density hdpe plastic can be used for this decking so that's great yep. they take a ton tons 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 of waste out of the landfill they recycle it put it into decking last for another 25 30 40 50 years that's fantastic they put it in your backyard that's right then they take the sawdust essentially from offcuts of other manufactured goods, and they put that in there as the filler. So it's like it's very green. It's re- reusing waste from it's other a things. Crazy industry. It is. Um, so that's fantastic. If you care about green, then like look at who's green. Like mm-hmm. this one's ninety six percent recycled content. Well, it's a great news story. Other products may not be using recycled plastic. They may, because of how they're made, have to make it with virgin plastic. And so. Maybe that's a bad thing. Maybe it's not. The good thing about that is that there's no organic content to it if it's a straight PVC board or something. So it's never going to rot away. So there's also a green story there that sure, right. it didn't come from recycled stuff, but it's going to last a long, 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 long time and right. not end up in a landfill for a long, long, long time. So there's there's that. Um, I feel like we got to go back to the comments. I see a fresh Dex reference here at some point, but oh, there's wow. lots, of, uh, lots of comments here. Um uh, oh, Scott Kelly thanks you for uh, dropping steel a while back there. Uh, where well, are we here? That goes back into the, the green thing, right? Like your PVC on a steel deck is going to last forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like your straight fr- plastic and straight steel. Your framing will disappear eventually. Yeah. Uh, Bryce is saying, no, Bryce, it's not all the same, but I don't know what he's, that's a while back. I don't know what he's referring to. Uh, 
Haney Construction <laughs> also agrees with you. It's not almond milk. It's almond juice. It is just juice. It doesn't come from a teat. Just like oat <laughs> juice. That's, that's his definition. Does it come from a teat? Yeah. Uh, no, it didn't come from teat. Then it's not milk. That's right. Okay. Um, Fresh Dex built Shane's mom's deck. There's the reference there. Oh. Uh, the defunct Fresh Dex is working away at his mom's deck. Yeah. Um, I don't miss it. <laughs> you don't miss the fresh decks. <laughs> not that one. This is not an exciting <laughs> deck. I'll tell you, man. I pulled that thing up. So the guy who did it obviously had no idea what he was doing. Um, so I had no idea. It's ground level. It's like whatever. There's a lot of stuff going on underneath there. I couldn't tell if the framing was going to be good or not. She just came in a store and I figured out the material she would need. And I said, let's assume that the framing needs replaced because I have no idea. But let's put the material on site. We can bring it back if we don't need it. I pulled up all these deck boards very easily, by the way, because half of them were just breaking apart. And because there was some pressure treat on there too, it was a patchwork job. And so, uh, pulled it all up. Turns out the framing underneath looked pristine because it's like I said, it's, it's probably only three or four years old. Yeah. It looked brand new. Yeah. Uh, so we kept it. However, the spacing on it, the I, like, I don't know what he was using. I don't, I don't like saran wrap maybe as a tape <laughs> measure because <laughs> the first Joyce Bay was pretty close to right. It was pretty close to right. It was a 17 and a half inch center. So he, there was a he 16. measured it once. He was like, uh, 16s, I think, is what we're supposed to do. So he's like, he measured a gap of 16 and did that. So it was a little bit too wide, but hey, there. you know what? Close enough. Close enough. There's wood going on this. That'll that'll work. Mm -hmm. Next choice, Bay, 19. <laughs> he just eyeballed the okay, rest well, of them. You, hey, listen. Listen, we're not. That's not bad, Doug. We're, uh, we're still in the teens. Next choice, we're Bay. We're close. 20 and a half. 22. What was it's just happening? Like, I don't know. There was not two Joyce Bays that were the same size. He, I don't know. It was like he started at 16 and then thought like, well, I'll probably sit on this end of the deck more, so it should be stronger. <laughs> and then like as I get towards the front, maybe he only had a certain number of joists. And he's like, I have to make these get further, but I don't want to span them all equally apart because... Right. You know, maybe he's trying traffic's to heavy back here. I have no materials, idea. Materials, like right. So by the Jeez. end, you didn't need as many people use it. Anyway, what it's made of can be important. Uh, like I said, wood plastic composite, wood and plastic recycled. PVC is generally virgin PVC, but Azek has found a way to use some recycled PVC in their boards now. That's why the core color changed. Um, Mineral-based composites like decorators use plastic and uh, like limestone mix, like minerals. Dust. So uh, that may or may not matter to you. You may not care. Some people do. Uh, so if it does, then rate that higher. Number six, the color. Mm. Now, this is important because this is what you get to look at for the rest of your life. Um, assuming you're going to live at least 25 to 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. You know what's really awkward is often elderly people come in here <laughs> and they're looking for a deck and you tell them this information. You're always like, they're like, oh, is there a warranty? Yeah, this is this is warranty for 40 years. Oh, we'll be long dead by then. <laughs> like, they all say that. They all like, and, a, it, and I'm not sure if I'm supposed yeah. to laugh. You get to, get, or, you get to use that joke when you get over the age of 60. Right? It's not scary anymore. No. Right? So they, it always comes out and it's like, yeah, yeah, no, you won't. <laughs> like what? Anyway. So color. Make sure you get a color that works for you. After you've made sure you've got a good brand and good board, then shop based on color and price. That's what it comes down to. Right. Think about having your funeral party on your deck. Exactly. Right? Like yeah. Whatever that's called. You're already worried that you're going to kick her in right. seven or eight years. So make sure you kick her somewhere nice. Yeah. You don't want you don't want to kick it on your deck. Mm -hmm. Have people come and find you laying on this pukey color of, <laughs> of decking. 
Oh, Harold, for what what Christ's sake. Life, why but. did you really have to die on this yellowy, browny, poopy looking color? Exactly. Like, God, I got to be here now cleaning you off I this. Get, oh, yeah. Make sure you get the stain. Doesn't even match stain your house, protection. Harold. <laughs> you shopped solely on price, didn't you? Uh, pick one that works. That's a short one. Yeah. Just do it every lake. Get color. Okay. Number seven is how it's installed. So, or the install, like, yeah, how it's installed and whether your application is going to be kosher with the install. And what I mean by that is, for example, on my mom's deck we're talking about right now, it's ground level. There is zero ventilation. It's sitting flat on the ground. Right. Um, Flutes up. Te- yeah. <laughs> Technically, Trex wants six inches of airspace underneath the joist, underneath the bottom of the joist. At the bottom of the joist. At the bottom of the joist, yes. For airflow. Uh, they've got exposed wood fibers on the backside of their board. They don't want those staying wet all the time. Right. In that scenario, technically, if she was to put tracks on there and it, whatever, the mo- it's made the humidity on there is really, really bad because there's no airflow, gets into the bottom of the board and expands some of those wood fibers and you have some issues with it degrading, mm-hmm. they, they, not technically, they would deny your warranty claim because it didn't follow the install instructions. Right. So if you have that scenario where this is going to be installed that way and it's not under the warranty, then maybe you don't want to pick that product. No, pick a product that is going to match what you're... Yeah. If you've got of. some sort of dock that has like a, I don't know, ramp into the water, it's going to be staying wet all the time. Well, don't use a product that has the potential to swell on you. Mm-hmm. Use a straight PVC product or a mineral-based composite or something like that. Something that's protected from that. So just know what the rules are around install. What are the rules? How is it to be installed as far as your framing uh, spacing goes? Is it 16 or 12? Are you replacing an existing deck? Was that existing deck using two-by material and you have 24-inch mm-hmm. centers? Okay, well, then you have to do some work before your install starts. Are you willing to do that work? Are you reusing your joists? Are they on 16-inch centers? You want to go diagonal decking. Now you got to go 12. Well, you shouldn't. Like, there's, there's some things to consider to make sure the product's going to work for how you're wanting to use it. Right. Then there's the, also the minor consideration of, well, how does this thing install? Does it use clips? Does it use screws? Does it use nails? How does it go down? And are you okay with that system? Are the fasteners hidden enough for you? Whatever. So mm-hmm. just be aware of how the product installs. Most of them are very, very similar. It's more the rules around the install here that I'm concerned about. Especially right. on reskin, reskins, like putting new decking on old framing. Reskins, like reskins. Um, why? Carly's asking, "What about the little green giant? Is he talking about wasabi, the little truck? Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe as a as a backup truck. Anyway. Um, next up we have is thermal stability and consideration for the climate that you're putting this into. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, before we get to that one, Haney says, I can't take credit for juice versus milk being based on a teat. That came from my favorite painter, S. Uh, that just skipped on me, Joseph Haney. But thank you for spreading the word, fellas. I, I think that's, that's, you're welcome. Yeah. Like that should be spread out there. That's common knowledge. Or it should be. Yeah. Common sense. If it ain't a teat, I'll take it neat. <laughs> 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 Because I'll, so I'll remember that. I'll remember that. Because I'll so fancy, you know? Um, number eight, thermal stability. This may or may not matter to you, but if, if you're the type of person who's pretty meticulous about things lining up and being perfect and everything else, then you're probably going to want to be aware that a lot of this plastic decking expands and contracts. And if that's the case, and you are that person who's going to be bothered by that, then either don't install your deck with miters or mm. use a product that doesn't shrink and expand like that. Now, there's not many products None out there that I'm aware of. Jackerators, mineral-based composites, and the only ones that we've 
that we're aware of that make a claim to thermal stability so minimal that you can miter your corners and your decks. And my experience has been that that's true. I've heard the odd claim though from the odd person that said like, nope, I have pictures of one that did open up. So I have no idea if that was because the board actually did shrink or did the framing underneath shrink and pull apart and made the miter. I don't know why it happened, but there's a couple, I've heard of a couple people say like, not true. I've seen it shrink. The ones I've seen haven't. So go figure. And if it's going to shrink, it'll be here. Well, if it sounds like it's not a common problem. No. Yeah. I'm talking about a couple of cases that I've heard of this, right? Mm. And actually the one I keep hearing it from is a competitor. He's a rep from a competitor. So mm. he's probably really, he probably doesn't give two shits about what the reasoning was. Right. It opened up. It opened up. So. It opened up. But the other one is a guy that I do know. And I, and uh, I do believe that he would, he would look at all aspects and try to find out what happened. And he did say it opened up an MGM. So. Uh, but yeah, what that means is that these boards went from, uh, you know, winter to summer are going to expand and contract and that's normal, mm-hmm. but some people are going to be very bothered if that miter opens up yep. and you're going to be very disappointed because they're all going to open up, especially here, especially here. So if that's you, you need to understand that you need to install it differently if that's going to bother you, or you need to take a crack at something like the decorous product that's not going to do that and hope that in your case, you're not one of the, <laughs> the couple that it did yeah, happen to. Right. So, um, I, I like that one because I appreciate that as a, as a deck installer, I don't want my miters to open up. If I'm going to miter a deck, I don't want to get the call and have to explain to the customer. Well, remember I told you, or remember look right. at the contract on page seven is number 14, a B dash six says <laughs> this stuff thermally moves and that's going to happen. I mean, that's just choosing the right product for the right job though. Right. That's right. And if you're like, if you're in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, or if you're in Tampa, Florida, right, and you have pretty consistent temperatures and you don't get freezing temperatures, whatever else, like Vancouver is just 20 and rainy all year, yep. uh, less of a concern than if you're in Saskatchewan or Minnesota, Minnesota. where you have seasons. Right, exactly. Grant you, there's what, three? We have seasons in a day sometimes. Yeah, we have, Bryce. We have fall, we have winter. We have maybe fall again, maybe winter again. Spring. Not winter. And then summer. Fake spring. (laughs) Fake spring. So maybe we have like 10. Second winter. Yep. So the other day, a couple days ago, what was it? Plus 20, which is what? 75 out, we'll say. Yeah, last 75 degrees. Yeah. For like for March was all nice. March was 60 to 75 the whole freaking month. We're like, oh, sweet. Snow was gone. Thought we were in the clear. The other day it was, it was whatever, it was a decently warmish day. And then the next day, or maybe that night, boom, <laughs> snow. And we, um, got, we got snow for three days. We There's weren't even s- supposed to get it. No. And not, like, only Regina did, apparently. Saskatoon never got it. But we're, we have a bunch of snow again. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Um, Haney Construction, so shrinkage is real. Please tell every lady ever. <laughs> I always tell them beforehand. Do you? Yeah, you, you got to tell them beforehand. First. Yeah, because if you don't tell them beforehand, then it's, it's an excuse later. Like it's we say, turtle. it's knowledge up front, That's and right. it's, it's an excuse later. Setting expectations. Right? If you're like, heads up, this is going to shrink. Heads up. <laughs> don't be disappointed. Like, I know it looks good now. <laughs> no, no, you got to tell them that before that happens. But it's going to shrink. Yeah, right. Like, once you get to using this thing, it's going to shrink off a little bit. Maybe you should just start early. <laughs> yeah. So, um... <laughs> we have to <laughs> we have to make this t-shirt now. Haney wants a dozen t-shirts. Um, 
If we make a t-shirt that says, if it ain't a teat, I'll take it neat. Oh, man. I already have the design in my head. Yuck. Your face with the milk mustache on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, number nine, the company, the brand, the track record. So this one, this is, and we talked about this one we first. You made me first. go there first. Because this is the one. Because this is the one, this is the thing that's going to make sure that the other things are all okay, for the most part, yep. right? You buy a junk brand, the rest of these things are going to be crap. You buy a good brand, you're going to you're gonna hit on a lot of these things, and maybe you won't get great traction, or maybe whatever. Then you got to get a little bit more refined in your search. Mm-hmm. But as long as you start with a good brand, then you know you'll end up with a good product. Yep. It may not be perfect, but it'll be good. And it's not going to fail and like be, be garbage yeah. for you, right? Yeah. If your deck scratches a little easy, you still have a deck that held up or whatever. It's just like a few scratches on it. It's not going to deteriorate like my mom's deck did. Right. Do you even know what brand that was? I have no idea. But it was that same hollow core channeled crap that I keep telling everybody is junk. And so right. it's just another instance of that. And then you get some people out there that make that stuff and they're like, oh, that's old school Think No, it's not. No, yeah. It's, it, I see it every day. You think it's old school thinking because you're making your decking like that and you don't want that to be a bad thing, but mm-hmm. it is. Um, and, I, and to be fair, there's probably a product out there that's made it work. Probably. But that's the exception. You got a stigma to overcome. Yeah. Uh, number nine, company brand. So pick a good one. So that just goes back to like, has the company been around for a while? Because these places come and go. If this is a brand new company making tra- uh, uh, decking, uh, you don't want to mm. inject that in your arm without the proper studies being done. I, whoa, <laughs> shit. Whoa. <laughs> You've done that before? <laughs> uh, got a little vaccine there for a minute. Whoa. Uh, let it be proven before you go ahead and put that on your deck. You don't want to be the guinea pig. And if, I mean, if you want to be the guinea pig, fine, but you understand, might be the guinea pig, understand yeah. that you might end up being the guinea pig. It might fail. And chances are, if you have problems with it right away, so does everybody else. Mm-hmm. And who's backing that warranty? Not the company that just went out of business. You. Because you go to make that warranty claim and this number is no longer connected. Oh, great. It had a 150 year warranty. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and right. now the company's gone. So anyway, uh, availability is number 10 and final. Oh, we might get this done in under three hours. Oh, um, probably not. The availability is somewhat important. And the reason I say this is because you don't want to fall in love with something you just can't get. This year is super important. And there's that. You may, even something you maybe normally can get in a year may not be available this year. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get your project done, you might have to flex and use a different brand. So let's go back to the, my chat with Doug. Um, Doug. I'm Doug. You're Doug. Uh, Hi, Doug. Doug was saying he wants, you know, these boards, but he's not sure what's available. He mentioned using or looking at tracks, decorators, and moisture shield. Um, mm-hmm. I, I he was asking like, what are some colors that are close to this? And it was kind of like a that like taupey gray. And so I said, oh, well, is it like is there a five round dealer around? Because I can give you a couple more options. And he's like, oh, geez, I don't know if there is. So I gave him some color. I was like, cabana would work. You know, chai could work. Uh, shaded K could work. Those are some fibering colors that could work. Because he mentioned Trex Rocky Harbor. And I was trying to find mm-hmm. colors like that that Around he could compare. And so he's like, okay, I'm not sure if that's available here. And I, I thought, well, I can help Doug out a little bit. I got time. Not, <laughs> not a Apparently, podcast waiting for me or anything. 51 minutes of it. Yeah. So I went into Fibron's website, pulled it up, looked it up. I was like, ah, bad news, Doug. Uh, there's only two Home Depots out by you. And he's like, yeah, I already checked there. I guess maybe they could order it, but why are they listed? They, don't, they didn't actually carry Fibron. I was like, well, they probably carry, like, maybe Veranda down there is still made by Fibron. I don't know. They've had a relationship with Fibron at some right. point. They're on there. Maybe they can order it. Maybe they can't. 
And I was like, oh, let's hold on here. Let's expand our research. Increase the radius from 25 miles to 100 miles. Boop. One lumber yard showed up. One. One. And it was somewhere close to by him. Wasn't obviously right by him. 100 miles. 100 miles. So I gave him that one. He's like, yeah, I talked to them too. They don't actually carry it, but maybe they could order it in. So sure, he could probably order it in. Yep. Um, and it might work out just fine. But maybe you're somewhere where you can't just order it in. Or right. maybe you don't want to do that because you ordered in and then you're short of board. Oh, and then you're... And then they have to order another one in and you're four weeks waiting for another one to come in. So the last board. If you're in a hurry, if you don't want to deal with that, um, if you want to be able to return things easily because a lot of times with special orders, you're not going to be able to return it mm-hmm. or maybe there's a re, uh, restocking fee to do so. Um, though, if those things bother you, then make sure that it's available. Pick a stocked color close by to you so you can go get more boards, so you can return a board, mm-hmm. so you can get extra boards if you have to. So that's important. When it comes to availability... Nobody's more available than Trex. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. But you might also have pretty good luck finding TimberTech to a lesser extent, maybe Fibron and Decorators. The other ones are going to be a little bit harder to find. They don't have the distribution that Trex has. So Unless you're in Regina. Are we still talking about shrinkage? <laughs> if you're, oh, I see where you're going with that. Yeah, not shrinkage. Plug, plug, plug. If you're in Regina, we've got all the options here. But look, listen, that's actually true. It is true. Before we got here, your options were Trex and Moisture Shield. Yeah. And probably not very many of them. There was some fiber on kicking around. You had to go to town for TimberTech. When we showed up, we brought in TimberTech. We brought in Clubhouse. We brought in Wolf. Like, we brought in a lot of options for people. Right now, we brought in decorators. So we've brought a lot of products to this market that weren't mm-hmm. here before. So if you just have one of us with you in your market, there's a very small amount of people very listening to this podcast that can, that can claim that. But if you are in Saskatchewan or in Canada, because we'll ship this stuff anywhere. We will. Then you can just order it from us and we'll get it to you. We just solve problems. That's all we do. That's what contractors do. We're not contractors anymore, but we were. And we brought that mentality of just solve the problem yep. to the retail space. I don't know how to say no. Yeah, Doug knows that now. Yeah. I'm Doug. <laughs> You're Doug. (laughs) (laughs) That made my life. Oh, Doug. Oh, God. Well, that was, we (laughs) we crushed those 10 things in four hours. Hey, hey, listen, it's Doug. Holy. Doug, right? (laughs) Uh, No, Shane. Oh, right, Shane. I'm Doug. Oh, Shane. (laughs) Shane, Doug. When I say it all together again, it's still super funny to me. That's so good. Um. Okay. Well, yeah. How was how was the list, Bryce? Like, as somebody who's like, whatever, you've been working here for as a contractor for a year and now as a mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. a complete member of the team for four weeks or whatever. Um, but so you you know a lot of stuff already. But is do you think that's like, was there anything that stuck out to you on this list that you wouldn't have thought of when you were shopping for your own deck? Probably how green is it? Okay, that because that didn't matter to you, or you just wouldn't have thought. I of just that wouldn't question. have thought of it right away. And then, because hmm. that does matter to more and more people now. Yep. Right, the world needs to be cleaned up, and some people are insistent in their part of that. And so we've had some customers that come in and be like, "I don't want to use a PVC product because it's virgin plastic. I want to use a recycled product." And so they've done a little bit of research, and mm-hmm. it's like, "Okay, well then you want to look at Trax or TimberTech or one of these guys that uses recycled material, right? Or use a use wood, or use wood." And that's a tricky one because some people are like, "I don't want to use wood because deforestation," wood and others works. are like, "It's a renewable resource. I'd like to use wood." Mm-hmm. Wooditarians. Yeah, the Wooditarians. Yeah. Only use wood. Yeah. Shrinkage again. Shrinkage. And that was the other one that I would never have. Uh, thermal stability. 
Yeah, and that, that's a cool one. And, and before the Decker's product came out, I maybe I wouldn't have put that on here because there wouldn't have been an option. It's right. like now your your deck shrinks. That's there's no nothing to consider. Shrinks. There's nothing to consider here. <laughs> just know that it's going to shrink a little bit. Yeah. So now there is an option for um, you know potentially for controlling that stability a bit more. So the only one that's not on here that I think always gets asked is how hot does the deck mm. get? And I meant to. When we were making this list, I was on in my head, and I forgot to it put it on. It was in my head. I was just going to be bonus time anyway. So, so that's kind of like the thermal stability question. Out. There's none that aren't super hot. Right. So it's like, yeah. so is there something to consider? Not really. Buy a lighter color deck if you really want to. Like if you want it to thermally measure on a thermometer less than something else, then buy a lighter color. Mm. Um, we have this conversation often because it is something that does come up. You're right. It's probably the thing that comes up almost the most yeah. of all these things. Uh does it get hot and which ones don't? And it's like, okay, well, there's like cut through the marketing, cut through the marketing. Yeah. If any of these companies say cool anything, like it's marketing. Right. We only install, we only install our boards in Alaska. So they are cold all the time. <laughs> right. So Clubhouse Stacking, for example, <laughs> uses some marketing called cool pigment technology. Cool pigment. What does that mean to you? It means the pigments are cool. Sounds like maybe the colors they use are yeah. so cooler than other colors. Because right. they only use When we did our heat test, colors. Clubhouse Ironwood was one of the hottest boards we tested. Right. Yeah. Even the light colors got hot. They all got hot. So what is cool pigment technology? Relative to what? They should they should have at least called it cooler. <laughs> Relative to hot pigment To what they technology. used to do, maybe. <laughs> right? I mean, this is years ago. I don't even know if they still use that term or not, but I know when we first brought it on five years ago, that was a thing. Oh, it stays cooler because of the cool pigment technology. Oh, right. okay, cool. And then we yeah. would tell people that. And people would like that. People because love it was that. like, oh, it stays cool. Oh, great. Then you go install and it's like, this is hot. Yeah. Oh, shit. It is hot. It's so we started doing our own heat tests sun. with that. And now you've got Moisture Shield using the terminology cool deck technology. Cool deck. Once again, what does that imply? Uh, they just put a pair of sunglasses on it. Right. Yeah. It's hip. Done. This deck <laughs> thinks it's the shit. Right. Leather jacket. So motorbike. now you have to look through that and be like, okay, does it actually stay cool? No, it doesn't stay cool. Does mm-hmm. it stay less hot? Uh, debatable. Debatable. Does it stay 35% less hot than others? Because that's what they say. No. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know what, like to like, like we've tested them a few different seasons. So it's like, we didn't rely on a mm-hmm. single test. We made sure we, we did our own tests a few times. And each time we've done it, we've done like rounds of testing. It's not like we go out there and shoot it once and then whatever. And with different brands of thermal thermometers too. Like there's been a lot of work we've put into this to determine how cool is cool deck? How cool is cool pigment technology? Yep. How much does color play into it? Does brand matter? Does type of decking matter? Does any stuff matter? Mm-hmm. And the Coles Notes version is none of it really matters other than the color of the decking. Yeah. Now. And that's not a... That's not a like a brand thing. No, it's a color thing. It's sci- It's just science. It's just color science. It's just light colors reflect light. So if your deck is in the sun and no one's around to walk on it, is it hot? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. So if you walk on a deck wearing shoes, is your deck hot? Nope. There you go. Prove me wrong. I can't. <laughs> Second you walk on it and say it's hot, then I agree with you. So <laughs> I agree it's hot. So for anybody who wants a dark colored deck, wear shoes. Yeah, that's the moral of the story. So 
to be fair to Moisture Shield and their Cool Deck technology, the coolest board that we tested, uh, they came in second place of all the boards we tested a couple of years ago, and second or no, first this year, but by point one degrees. Not my much. Not so like worth it. The first year we did this, which was three years ago, I think, the coolest board we tested was TimberTech Whitewash Cedar. The board is damn near white, so of course it's mm-hmm. going to test later. Of course. Uh, then it was TimberTech Mochaccino. Uh, sorry, uh, Moisture Shield Mochaccino with mm-hmm. Cool Deck technology. The last time we did it, it was we didn't test Whitewood Cedar this time. No, we, we didn't, didn't do that one. That's why it didn't show up in the results. It probably would have tested the coolest again, yep. or the least hot. Uh, oh, yep. Mochaccino then was the number one because we removed the number one from the test, so therefore it ended up number one. The number two was like point one degrees difference, mm-hmm. and. Mochaccino is like a light yellowy color and the second one was cottage, I think it was, and it was yep. a light gray. So again, it comes down to the freaking color of the board. And so 35%, they say to light colors. Okay, well, we also tested, I can't remember how out there, Timbertech uh, Tigerwood maybe, that's a similar color. Yep. Uh, did we test Costa from Decker's would be a similar color? Like The lighter colors, it, it's not 35%. No, it wasn't 35%. It And they, they're still hot when it's beating sun on it. Yep. Do they, do they test... Better and so the other colors we tested were not like they were hotter. They were in the middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. So, but the marketing to me when you when you tell me this is cool deck that stays thirty five percent cooler, I personally would expect a noticeable difference to my skin on that deck versus other decking. Right, and that's just not the case. You right. require a thermometer digitally over a courses of retorted temperatures to say like, ah, uh, I guess technically it's on the low end of heat. How are we going to test retention? that? How are you going to test what? We're going to test it this year. Skin? Relative heat. Which one feels cooler? Well, I can, like, sure. I don't know if there's a way we can do that. We can kind of, like, put it on a 10 scale and touch it and see what you think. But, uh, like, you can feel the difference. You can feel the difference between Mochaccino and, uh, for example, Decorator's Dark Slate. Decorator's Walnut and Dark Slate were both very hot, right? You can put your hands on them. You can tell there's a difference. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Do Am I saying that Cool Deck is, like, yeah, it's cooler than... Those dark colors. Oh, but that's 30%. 95% of the reason is because it's a way lighter color. Right. Because if you take the colors that are similar to it, it's not hardly different at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it is what it is. Heat should have been on here for sure. But like I just said, there's not much consideration there other than shop a lighter color because it will stay less hot. I will not use the word cool. Less hot. Less hot. If it matters to you, some of these products will cool off faster. Yes, that's what we found. So if it's a you know a high density um, composite board like an HDPE board, high density polyethylene, it's very dense. It, it gets hot and holds and radiates the heat for a long time. Once it's mm-hmm. out of the heat, um, you cool it off, and the surface might cool off for a minute, and then it heats back up because the core of the board is still so hot. PVC products uh, cool off much faster. Yep. As soon as they get into the shade, they cool off almost immediately. They mm-hmm. have a like a porous core to them. There's a yeah. lot of air bubbles in there. It dissipates the heat way faster. We also way that they heat it up faster, though. Yeah, the servers might heat up a little bit faster, too. Sure. And if they get wet, same thing. They'll cool off right away. The composites mm-hmm. won't cool off right away. So if that matters, I find that that, like, does that matter? That it, that it takes longer to cool down? I don't know if that matters, but it, if it does... They, when the sun goes down, I want to walk on my deck. Yeah. Um, so there we go for a voice crack there, hey? Ooh. Uh, did you test Vecca or... Or Azek Exteriors Frontier. I believe that Vecca was in the test we did three years ago. It was not in the test we did this last summer here. Nope. Not um, 
what else do we have here? Test and Azac Exteriors Frontier. Azac Exteriors Frontier. Is that the stuff that they put on the front of McDonald's? I'm not 100% sure what that is, to be honest. So, I don't know. No, we didn't. The answer is no, because I don't, yeah, I don't know, what, know what it is. Haney says, test me, bro. I'm the coolest in any weather. I'd drop the mic if it wasn't if I wasn't just a deck nerd on the live stream. Um, okay. Uh, that's, how, what, that's how I described it in high school. Less hot. Less hot. <laughs> yeah. Listen, lady, I'm not the hottest one here, but I'm for sure not... I'm, I'm less, less hot. Less hot, but not the... I'm not the ugliest. N- not cold. I'm not cold. Okay. Um, okay. He says, not a deck board, it's a trim piece. I was going to say Azek exteriors. I think he's talking about like white Azek trim. So right. yes, actually we did, if that's what you're referring to. Uh, we tested, so not Azek, but we tested Versatex this year, yep. which is owned by Azek now, It's and it's the same oh. thing. And um, it, was, it was cool as a cucumber. Cellular PVC, less low density. It's stark white and not as dense as decking. Therefore, mm-hmm. it did not get as hot and it cooled off as soon as you peed on it. I tried. <laughs> it was relative to uh, the treated. Yeah, it was less than that. It was the coolest thing it we tested coolest. that day, I remember, like, and by a bit. Yeah. But as you'd expect. And it's not an option to put on your decking, so it doesn't matter. Unless you want to frame things on four-inch centers. <laughs> Which would be great. Okay. Buck and a half, hey? Buck and a half. You got anything left to leave with these beautiful people? I got nothing left in the Gus bus. Okay. Well, Ryan from Vinyl Guys just is joining now. I feel like we need to extend this for a half hour just for him now. What's up, Ryan? Yeah. Shout out. Uh, thanks. Special thanks to Haney Construction here for the comedic relief today. He had a lot of zingers, a lot he of was, good comments in here. He, he was, was on, on fire. He was about as hot as... Decorator's Dark Slate today. Ooh. Just zingers left, right, and center. So that's good. Uh, until next week, folks, take care of yourselves. Go for a walk and enjoy life. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site. Come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening.